Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the sixth episode of Tender Loving Care, question mark, with your hosts, myself, Pauline, and my darling, Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down two shows from the TLC network, the name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out that it actually stood for the Learning Channel, and I saw the types of shows that are on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select two shows to cover for the next episode by spinning the Wheel of Shame, which has all 113 shows that we will be studying. Hello, Kate. Hi, Pauline. So, just want to serve in a better mood this week. Last week was hard for me, and I'm sure it was tricky uh, for our dear listeners as well. Polly was being horrid, but I'm not going to be horrid this week. We have two, well, (laughs) we have one really exciting show. And I think that, you know, we got through two really tough ones last week. We were rewarded Mm -hmm. with some great ones this week. Um, So I'm going to be up. I'm going to be great. I just have to, I think probably now every episode I may have to start with an apology. I think I make the stuff that I said in the previous episode. So just, what we'll do is we'll just copy and paste this for every single episode. I just wanted to apologize. So just take this as a general blanket. I apologize for everything I'll ever say on any of these episodes of all of this podcast. (laughs) Cover the bases. Cover all the bases. How are you doing, love? I'm great. I'm drinking diet coke unfortunately not a drop of alcohol in my home right now that's really appalling i i had to make up for last week because last week it was bare bones i was doing kombucha and i was doing gin i mean i needed i just needed something to get through so it was what what were we saying we were saying it it heals the gut rots the liver like that's Mm -hmm. that was a combo i was going for this week so 
last week so this week i do have i do have some red wine a good healthy pour as we would say a good healthy (laughs) pour um so yeah so i need it for I, i need it always but especially today is celebrating um these great shows so mm-hmm. we should just get into them do you want to remind everyone kate what we had what we got on the wheel of shame last week yes so last week we spun the wheel of shame and the t- first show that we'll be talking about is a spin-off show mm-hmm. called big holidays with the little couple mm-hmm. and there's not really a synopsis for the the special the spinoff but the overview of the show that led to the spinoff i will read Mm, okay right now okay this series follows bill klein a successful businessman and dr jen arnold a neonatal whoa (laughs) neonatologist five dollar word (laughs) all right let's stop didn't prep for that one (laughs) a doctor doctor. as they embark on their life together (laughs) both under four feet tall Bill and Jen face not only the struggles of two little people in a world built for folks of average size, but they also move to a new city, buy a home, and start a family, which eventually involves the couple adopting a boy from China and a girl from India. Okay. Now, had you were you aware of this program before with this couple? Yes. Okay. I haven't watched it, but they're very famous. The show's been on for... 10 years or something a long time Jeez, 10 seasons has? oh my god i didn't realize it wasn't that long i mean yeah, yeah because the kids are like 11 years old now <gasps> and they're babies in this holy shit okay okay yeah um i'm kind of the same with you i'd never watched like a full episode but i knew who they were they are um uh two little people um and um i knew i i knew that they had tried to have children but they think what happened with that i actually just watched i went on a little youtube deep dive i uh wanted to learn more about this family so yes this fam, these this couple uh they actually it's very sad they they had a surrogate um because dr jen is unable to have children Mm -hmm. and the surrogate ended up miscarrying oh so it was yeah so it was it was a sad deal um and then they eventually decided on adoption. Mm, okay. And they and, have two children total now, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Got it. Got it. Um, well, for the listeners, I can't remember, Kate, if we said it last week, but this show, once again, scrubbed from the TLC uh, website. So this, because this was a spin-off as well, and I don't know how we're going to... I mean, The Wheel of Shame has like a hundred it is 113 shows and growing by the way and growing because tlc keeps shoveling the shit out and we have to add it to the wheel of shame otherwise we're not doing justice in this podcast so once again i would like to remind everyone thanks for sticking with us on this because this podcast will never end it will keep going around and around like that wheel of shame the the shows just keep getting added and they this was a spin-off and we have a ton of spin-offs on the wheel of shame so i don't know how we're going to cope with all of them but we have kate and i now have to check because like like this one and one that we had before stuff just gets taken off the tlc website so we can't even find it um so kate and i ended up just finding little bits on youtube that was Mm -hmm. um about what what is the actual title of this you just said it it was holidays 
Big holidays with the little couple. That's it, big holidays, yeah. So in total, we probably watched like, I don't know, like 20 minutes or something, and it was overview of, well, Kate, what was an overview of? It was an overview of this family celebrating the holidays. It Pretty felt succinctly, like yes. This this spin-off felt like I was watching oh pleasant yet boring home videos of a very nice family. Yeah. I mean it essentially it starts off with I mean we could really sum it all up it's just like a husband and wife and the two kids and it's Christmas and they decorate a tree and they see Santa and snow end of story. But we just break it down. I mean, when it starts, and like I say, Kate and I are watching full episodes, so these are all little bits and bobs here. But um, you have Zoe is a child, Bill and Jen mm-hmm. parents, and then Will is the son. And it starts off with just screaming children. Zoe was screaming because she saw um, Jen's dad dressed up as Santa. And you know how I am with it, Kate. I mean, children screaming is in par for me with men with long fingernails you know i don't do well with that it's not <laughs> something i appreciate it really is hard for me so i was like oh okay. god is this what we're watching no. <laughs> she she was at an age you know babies go through their stages and she was at she was at kind of don't a care. whiny age don't care. <laughs> um so then <laughs> we literally just watch I mean, it, you know, Kate and I kind of struggle. Like I say, we never talk about these shows before. We always say hashtag save it for the poddy if we start accidentally discussing what we've watched. But there isn't a huge amount to talk about. It was it was them. They go sledding. Yeah. They're experiencing all of the classic holiday things. There, I saw one clip where I think it's it must be around Halloween or something. They go on a hayride. Oh, I thought it was Halloween, and it wasn't. I wrote down Halloween hayride because like we're going on a hayride, and then of course one of the kids starts screaming, which I'm just like, is this yeah. what the show is? But um, it wasn't. <laughs> they were going to see Christmas decorations or something. I don't know. And then, I mean, it was just I just watched it, and I thought. You know, maybe, maybe I, maybe we just don't get the people that the, well, we evidently don't get the people that these are um, we're n- geared towards. We're not the intended audience. We really aren't. I mean, that's clear. But I mean, <laughs> it's, I guess maybe people watched this couple over, like you say, a decade and they're super invested with them. And so they will watch like a whole season. Or maybe it's like specials. I don't know what it was. Just with them decorating a tree. I mean, I just can't imagine sitting down on the sofa and spending time watching this. This isn't a show. This isn't entertainment. Like you say, you you accurately stated it was like a home video. It's just... Mm -hmm. Nothing exciting is happening. It's literally just a pleasant family enjoying the holidays. But So... Yeah, go ahead in my youtube deep dive i came across this video that said the title was the truth about the little couples <gasps> dr jen arnold so tell me there's obviously a i clicked come on, on it come on tell me there's a scandal kate uh no it yeah. was just clickbait because mm. the whole thing was talking about how awesome she is boring okay well six hundred four six hundred forty seven thousand views on this video what? and what i found i brought i brought this video up 
because she talks about how they are so famous and people connect with them so much and feel like they know them that they what? have people come to their front door. What? Pe- pe- people will come to their front door, knock on their door, and be like, hey, Dr. Jen, big fan. Oh, that's horrible. That is so, really... Hang on, they're that famous? They're really popular, and they're—I mean, they're—they're great people. They're really good parents. Just want to say, yeah, and they've been through a lot. She had cancer at one point; she she beat it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's—it's been a journey. I think Mm -hmm. they're—if you watch the original show and not the spinoff, there's probably more structured storylines happening. I would imagine more so than this holiday thing. Yeah. So I. I can see why people are invested in them, but personally, I didn't find it to be gripping at all. I was just like, oh, well, they're great, nice parents and cute kids. This is something that that is interesting for us to chat about with TLC because, you know, Kate and I obviously, and we should probably put a disclaimer as well as my apology at the beginning of every show, that, um, (laughs) you know, we are here obviously because we like the... um, the spectacle of everything right but we also Mm -hmm. are seriously trying to figure out if this learning channel as it's called does teach anyone anything or is it exploiting people at their worst periods of time are they you know what is it so that's you're always going to find that out with our um rating our 600 pounds of learning at the end of every um every show that we discuss but um I think for this one, I just don't understand, I guess, a lot about viewership and how a show like this gets made. And they put it out there, like this spinoff I'm talking about, and mm-hmm. knowing that they're so popular, they're going to get that much viewership from it. And you're talking about some random um, YouTube video has over half mm-hmm. a million views. Yeah. Like, what the hell is real stardom like then? How you know what what's going on with real stars? Like if that's, I don't know. It really just blows they have to me they away. have to set these. Ba- they what happens with quote unquote real celebrities or more well known celebrities household names is they set a boundary and then people think they're an asshole, but actually they're just trying to live their lives. Like Justin Bieber at one point had to announce on Instagram that he's no longer taking photos with fans because he feels like a zoo animal because everywhere he goes. He's eating lunch, and people are just Gross. standing there filming him. And it's, it, I, I guess so. I mean, I guess. You... <sighs> and then yeah. Dr. Jen has people coming to her front door where she lives. Strangers. Oh. I mean, they both have fantastic jobs. She's a doctor. I'm not sure what the the husband does because I haven't watched the series. I just watched these little clips. But they sold. But what I said to Kate is, we were kind of going through all these clips on YouTube, and I was like, look, there's one, and it's not the the one that Kate mentioned, because you know Kate does serious research after it. I do the bare minimum of watching these shows. <laughs> Kate will go Kate will go to those lengths, such as going on starcasm.net or what are the you know, these great resources for news. Um Daily Mail if we ever get there. But you know, a lot of it is radar online and below. Um but she finds out a lot of research. So she found that youtube video on her own but i had found this one that was literally just underneath the 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 clips that we were watching this was bizarre it was bizarro so this was i thought 
that it was like a sanctioned TLC. What are um, Dr. Jen and Bill doing now? So I said to Kate, once again, it's because I don't read anything properly or research. I was like, oh, Kate, let's just watch this to find out what they're doing in 2022. So I click on it and it is some fucked up weirdo computerized voice. Hello, you are now watching updates on Dr. Jen Arnold. And it was about four minutes and it was that computerized voice the entire time just talking about they sold their house for 3.9 million. They then moved to Florida and it's given like it was basically like a stalker had compute, put on this computerized voice to just list where they were living now. And it kind of circles back to what you were saying. This is probably the person that's turning up at the door of Dr. Jen and saying, I love you, whoever created this YouTube video, because I was deeply unsettled watching it. It was very specific. It was like, well, like you said, they sold their house for $3.8 million, mm-hmm. making a profit of <gasps> $1.8 million. I was like, why what? does that matter? Who cares? How do you know that? Uh, I know. It was so strange. And you know what? That probably got hundreds of thousands of views. So I've decided of I'm going to I'm going to make my announcement now. I'm going to quit the potty. I'm going to start <laughs> making YouTube videos in a computerized voice about people on TLC instead because evidently they're doing very well for their viewership. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's just... I mean, bless them. I got, you know, yeah, whatever. It's like... sure. Bless that computerized stalker's voice. But just you, never want to watch that again. No, I was... Yeah, it was kind of dark. But um, the one thing, the one thing that we got out of the 20 minutes of these little clips, I don't know if you noticed this. I thought this was really fucking harsh. So they were talking about how they do something every year that when they're decorating the tree, they... Um, Bill was saying, you know, it was always me and my brothers were trying to figure out who was able to put the star on the tree that year. So my parents mm-hmm. would put our names in like a bag and then we'd pick out, um, pick out. And if our names, you know, if we picked out the star, we were the one that would put the star on the tree. So they decided to do that for um, Zoe and Will. And you see them pick out these pieces of paper and Will opens it and he has a star and they're going, oh, fantastic. That's great. And and um, Dr. Jen is like behind them and they go and she goes, okay, Zoe, what did you get? And she opens up the piece of paper and her dad had just written on it, better luck next year. And so Dr. <laughs> Dr. Jen just reads out, better luck next year. And I was waiting for bitch on the end of it. I <laughs> thought it was going to come. I was going to be super excited that something had happened in this show. But alas, I added the bitch at the end of it. Well, Amy Amy Slayton would say that to her kid, probably. Oh, of but... course. But unfortunately, this was not the Slayton sisters. So, no. I mean, I, I don't know if I have any more. For once, I don't think I have anything else to say about this. Do you, Kate? Not really. Yeah. Not really. Not really. Um, yeah, so pounds of learning. Where do, where do you even go with this? What are you going to give it? I mean, I feel bad because I haven't seen Don't feel the bad. proper show. Don't feel bad. It's fine. <laughs> we're, not, we're not here to... Us and our listeners are not here to feel good. So don't worry about it. I, I'll, I'll give it 50. I'll give it 50 so, pounds of learning. That's great. Because you learned that Dr. Jen probably said, bitch 
under her under <laughs> under her voice uh under a breath um i will give it i don't know two i mean i learned that two yeah i learned that the that the bill's parents used to like put their names in a hat i don't know that's that's all i'm giving it two two pounds two out of 600 pounds of learning i learned nothing wasted my time but i did appreciate finding out um where they live due to that weird stalker computerized voice ice cold ice cold hello it's pauline here and i am jumping into the middle of the convo very quickly to first of all thank you all for listening and supporting us on our podcast journey so far and to let you know um we have a new segment we're preparing for ongoing potty episodes we have a call to action to anyone listening that can become one of our agents in the field in future episodes we will be including stories and tales sent in by you our dear listeners to give us the inside scoop if you or anyone you know of has been on a tlc show worked on a tlc show has been a long-suffering pa on a tlc show or has just any kind of insight and knowledge of what goes on behind the scenes we want to hear from you all submissions will be kept completely anonymous just email us at tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com you're amazing and back to the show we obviously pick two shows each week kate and yes, we do. Uh, unless we pick a biggie now a biggie for us is when we started this we, we were blessed very early on because we got a biggie we got a hundred pound sisters and they're a hundred thousand pound sisters sorry <laughs> sorry that's the la version a hundred pound sisters oh lord <laughs> um but the um yeah a thousand pound sisters and that was kate's like mecca and we did a full episode obviously dedicated to that um mm-hmm. because that uh, you know a level of that type of show it needs one episode dedicated to it and when we get to darcy and when we get to the, the twins darcy and stace we know that's going to be one full episode, episode. Full. yeah we have so just their necks alone we have to discuss for a good length of time so there's a lot to talk about with them so um this one however you know I was, you probably heard last last episode, I was extremely excited when the Wheel of Shame picked out this one because I was looking forward to it a lot because I'd already seen it or I thought I'd already seen it. So I got super excited mm. about it and I love her, the star of this um, documentary. I use that loosely. And um, so I was excited. So we're going to move on to it now. Our second show that the Wheel of Shame selected for us last week Um, was actually also about a little person and it was called the show was the world's smallest woman meet jotty and the synopsis was described as hang on i've written down how to pronounce her name because i always say jotty but it's not jotty it's um jotty jotty that's jotty amge jotty okay um so it says 26-year-old Jyoti Amgay, that's it, that's how you pronounce it, Jyoti Amgay, is the smallest woman in the world at 24 inches tall and a mere 12 pounds. Jyoti, I just, I'm doing a lot of dramatic pauses here because I just want that to sink in. Jyoti is in the US for work and to explore American culture. She also hopes to find a doctor for a serious health issue, her two broken legs. So when this came up, 
By the way, I love how that was just thrown at the ed- at, at the end, at the bottom, like in the synopsis. Serious health issue, colon, her two broken legs. Um, yeah. I thought this was, and as um, Jyoti says in the in the show, this was a spin-off as well. I'm um, not a spin-off. This was just a one-off. It was like 42 minutes, this one. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was. I've watched. There was. A, there's been a ton of documentaries about her, and I think if you if you see Jyoti, you'd probably recognise her. She was an American Horror Story, so a lot of American Horror Story freak show. A lot of people know her from that. Um, or maybe she's famous. She's really big. She's yeah, literally famous. Yeah. Um, and so I had watched a documentary before, and it was. It made me fall in love with her. It talked about. It showed her hometown, where she was from, how she was raised, her parents, who were just a dream, um, her sisters, who were so protective, and her brother. All these people around her that love her so much and tell her story and her health issues, which, which really are really really hard and the challenges she'd faced and then who she is as a person which is she's just so beautiful and and she's mag she's magnetic like you just want to be around her like i love her i love who she is i love her her wit her charisma as you can see i'm absolutely obsessed with her um but i watched that documentary and i thought god you see what she's overcome and who her parents Mm -hmm. are and what they've done for her and and how this you can't even imagine what her life must be and her physical perspective of the world of being 24 inches tall so when this came up i was like awesome i've already watched it i'll see it then I realized I'm watching something on TLC. It was yeah. not the documentary I thought it was. No. I, when I say I cried pretty much the entire episode, I did. I cried with Aww. joy, empathy, love, and, I, and anger. I cried in anger, joy, empathy and love the whole spectrum you really went through it i yeah kate it was really tough for me this week but you know what i'm not i'm not taking it to the listeners i'm as i said i i i'm gonna be light and bright this week light and bright i mean it's not a bridal show so (laughs) so anything is better anything but no she but she was a joy to watch i it it's one of those things that i got almost all the way through before the memory was unlocked that mm-hmm. I think I've seen it years ago. Oh, okay. I really didn't realize I had seen it, but it seemed so familiar by the end of it. I think I have, but yeah. let's get into okay. it. I mean, okay. so it starts off with, as I said, I, you know, I thought I knew what I was going to see. I thought it was going to start off in her hometown. Um, she's from India, um, but it didn't, as it said in the description, and that it's TLC, it opens with her in Pittsburgh. Now, I don't know anything about Pittsburgh at all, but all I think of are is fa- of, of factories, steel-making factories. Is that correct? I don't know. <laughs> I've never been to Pit. I've never been to Pittsburgh. I don't. That's kind of what I picture too. Okay, it's okay. Industrial, industrial sort of vibes. Exactly. Um, I want to also emphasize again, which I will probably do a thousand times through this. At this point, and this is, I don't know, Kate, do you know what year this was um, made in this this TLC show? Do you I have don't. it? No, I didn't look I mean, Amer- she'd been on American Horror Story yeah, already. which was probably five years ago, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, so it's... 
probably years something old. like that. Um, she, at this time when they're filming her in, once again, Pittsburgh, um, she's 26 years old, okay, 24 inches tall, as we said, and she weighs 12 pounds. And for me to put that in perspective, I have, dare I say, an absolutely stunning dreamboat love of my life, Pomeranian. <gasps> Kitten. And his name is Kitten. Yeah. And he weighs 17 pounds. So mm-hmm. I was thinking she weighs, tw- she weighs less than my Pomeranian. Like it was mm-hmm. just mind blowing to think really of the scope of her experience in life being that tiny and just constantly being looked at as a baby, which we'll get into. Yeah. But it re- when I put it in perspective of holding kitten, um, once again, my dreamboat love of my life, stunning Pomeranian, um, at 17, <laughs> 17 pounds and just being like, whoa. So the, I mean, the over, the, the theme in a lot of this is Kate, did you notice the music that some numbnut chose for this um for this show it was no. the most okay oh i'll get into it you know what i even wrote i even wrote down the lyrics so we start off pittsburgh 26 years old jyoti mm-hmm. and it's like it's like this really awkward weird music. we're in pittsburgh the city of dreams yeah it's like, and it's all dark yeah. and she's in some person's like house in the suburbs and you see that she is, so it kind of gives you an overview of, you know, she's here to see America. Da, 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 Pittsburgh. Da, 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 da. And then in suburbia. Da, 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 da. Jyoti. And then it's like, but she's also going to be going to see a doctor. And then it goes, you know, you get the darker music. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets, you, you, so you have interviews with her and then you have, in, she's in this house in Pittsburgh because... <sighs> There are two gentlemen um, named Tim and James. They're from Pittsburgh. They're husbands and they are her managers. Yes. Now, Kate, do you, as I said, you do the work for this show. Do you know if they have any ounce of qualifications to be a talent agent slash manager? Ooh, I should have just say no. Just say no because we all know the answer is no. No, probably not. I mean, I. Why are they in Pittsburgh? Okay, hell yes. That's that kind of answers everything. Pittsburgh is the answer to every question you're going to have about this show. So, I mean, you meet these two guys that are living in this really ordinary house, as I say, suburbia, in Pittsburgh. And they're in the kitchen, and they're like, "Hi, we're Tim and James. We're Jyoti's manag- uh, managers." Mm-hmm. And then they describe it as, "We saw her on American Horror Story, and we became her managers." No further explanation. None. Now, there is something deeply unsettling about that because you. To be a talent manager, and she was on a a very very big show on Fox. Is yeah, it's Fox or F- I don't know what it is. Um, American Horror Story, huge show. That she was union, and she would have had an agent. Who are these random dudes? So I instantly got turned off instantly by them. 
I thought this is these are these are a pair of crooks. In my opinion, that is not hmm. um, that is not slander because it's just my opinion. But she loves them. She says she considers them to be her friends. They go out together. Uh, well, it's very uh, interesting. I Tim and James come across as people that I can tell you, uh, talent managers is not their full time job. Um, especially not in Pittsburgh. They have no, they don't talk about any experience, how they met her apart from we saw her on the show. And I just had this dark feeling, and once again, I may not be correct, even though I always think I'm right, that they just fell in love with her and approached Mm -hmm. her through social media or somewhere and said, Mm -hmm. we'll be your managers. Come to Pittsburgh. Come, come come to the bright lights of steel city pittsburgh and we'll make you even a bigger star i don't know what she's done since uh um american horror story so i don't think tim and james are doing their job but so we see her in this house and she's waking up and it's talking about kind of giving an overview of her she was three pounds at birth and Mm -hmm. she's you know one of six there's four of the sip she's in america with her mum and dad and her sister and mm-hmm. she's there for obviously the american doctor but also she says to see all the most famous places in america she does only stay in pittsburgh uh, yeah not exactly the mecca for Not becoming or for a successful actor or for managers and so you you see um it kind of opens with that right in this house and then they go into the kitchen and it's like oh we're making breakfast oh so do, i don't think we said they're staying with the managers right they're, yeah yeah they're in the manager's spare bedrooms for their stay yeah. literally yeah and you see her getting woken up and then she's in the you know and she does describe kind of how her mum has to help her with different things obviously and she's 26 years old but because she's so tiny you know they have to help bathe her and take her to the bathroom and teeth and obviously i just start crying at everything because Mm -hmm. you know jyoti is a grown woman and she even though she doesn't describe it like this that feeling she's so trapped within an image of something that is exact opposite of her you know, she's she's in the body of a, a young, young, young baby. I mean, it's not even a toddler. It's like a baby. Yeah. Um, so you see her and her mum and dad just seem, and I know I've watched the previous documentaries as well, seem so loving and so kind mm-hmm. and just so protective. And she's this wonderful family, which makes me really, really happy. Um, and they're by no means like coming to America and selling her out or any of that thing that you'd fear. It's not it's like a that good, at all. She has a really, yeah, really great support system around her. That, that was comforting to know. I know. Um, Especially when other she's than... living with Tim and James. Um, <laughs> so they bring her into the kitchen and I, they start saying, they have a translator because um, Jyoti speaks, a, I think she speaks a little bit of English, but I don't think the rest mm-hmm. of the family don't speak, don't speak that much. So they have a translator um, who looks exhausted, by the way, because you know TLC was like constantly um forcing all these questions on her everything in this is so fucking staged as well it really got to me really bad it was like classic tlc you know what this was and i'm gonna get a little bit heated just a warning a little bit heated this was tlc at its worst when we talk i don't want to use the e-word and the you know the e-word is 
I don't want to say exploitation, but it was so gross what they focused on and what they should have focused on. Do you it get fell that? off? Yeah, I did. I mean, we'll get to it, but the bowling alley, you I know, it, these can't. scenes didn't do her justice. They really didn't. She has a phenomenal story. And she was talking about how, you know, when she was born and she was so small that they didn't think she was going to live. Um, they took her to, a, the, you know, the parents took her to all the doctors that they could. You know, people, older generations think she's a form of a goddess. Like all of these mm-hmm. amazing stories. And this fact that she wanted to be an actress. She just, at eight, she was in a music video and she was like, I just wanted to be an actress. I know I wanted to do it. And then we go to you know this stage scene in the kitchen of tim and james were like what do you want to do today we're gonna take you shopping for a dress and it was all really gross and it didn't feel right nothing felt settled or okay about any of that they go to the store to the kids store and they have this sales associate come up and she was so incredibly Dine. awkward about Dine. it i thought i know it was it was it definitely wasn't a pa this time it was someone that actually worked there and some fucking producer said listen get in there and just be like oh how old are you what size do you want and i was like i can't but we gotta we gotta we we gotta jump to the beginning of this scene kate okay, and i'm gonna yeah. talk about the music so they're going we're taking you shopping <laughs> so they're walking down some god forsaken once again everyone please forgive me if you are from pittsburgh some god forsaken street in some i don't even know it was in the city or it was in a suburb there was like nobody there i unclear. don't i yeah exceptionally unclear and you see them walking now we have tim and james and then we have someone that's very very tall that is carrying uh jyoti and the, I, yes. what, this is where the music comes in. So you see them walking down this street and the music, and I had, I had um, subtitles on so I could get the lyrics. These, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. And these are the lyrics and this is the kind of attitude that this song was, right? And by the way, it's completely gloomy and dark. <laughs> and listen, I'm from England. I can say that. It was gloomy and dark and it's a very ordinary, weird little street in some offshoot of Pittsburgh. And the lyrics were, <laughs> You made the first move. You took me out all night. We lived like we could live forever. It was so uncomfortable. Awkward. That- I have uh- no idea. It was like, You made the first move. Like, what are you talking? that sounds like that sounds like vanderpump rules transition music that's what it was the transition music vanderpump rules it was these random people random musicians who i'm sure are very talented in their own right but you know they get their they get their stuff like sold to these to be used on reality tv shows right and it was just the lyrics were you made the first move you took me out all night we live like we could live forever now, can you explain and, how that fits in to the scene that we're looking at? It doesn't, Kate. It doesn't. It was they're horrible. At a baby, they're at a baby slash toddler clothing store. 
And who, and those are the lyrics. Those are the lyrics. You make the first move. You take me out all night. It was horrible. And then we see who she's with. So the, the taller woman that they're with, and I'm like, this is just so, you've got to stop TLC. Like, you're just embarrassing yourself at this point, is Erica Amazon Eve Irvin, who is six foot eight. I'm sorry, was she, did she just pop in? to um tim and james's house or is this a standard that they they had to show the comparison of someone that was six foot eight to jody who's 24 inches tall it was so gross so it was gross. very look how tall she is look how short she is it was like i really didn't like it kate opposites. i really yeah. it. it would have been fine if they'd set it up with this is a woman that um you know, is one of the tallest women in the Guinness Book of Records, da, 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 and this is the smallest, and let's see their difference in shopping experience. But it isn't. It's just gratuitous, and let's just focus on how tiny Jyoti actually is. And I hated it. I really didn't like it. I'm getting heated. They, they say, don't they say that they were co-stars on American Horror Story? Isn't that the connection they say they okay, have? Okay, yep, shit, I might actually have to take back how heated I am now. Yeah, so uh, anyway, yeah, you're right. <laughs> was a connection. <laughs> so I think they, ha- I mean, they knew each other. Kate, stop exposing me. Let me have and, my rage. <laughs> Let me have and she, my rage. And her friend does say something nice where she's like, I feel like I can connect to Jyoti because we both know what it's like to live this experience yes where you know everyone's looking at you and you're different yeah so okay. they had that connection <sighs> fine yes okay but still it was a, but still just, just watching the scene and how they did it all was yeah and as you say they're going into the shop and they and you see um erica say to uh jody oh we're looking at clothes and they're like so what size are you and jody goes three months and it was just a pause and then that awkward sales assistant comes over and it's all just like tlc like can you not do anything slightly just to smooth just make it a little bit smoother please because it was just like she jody's story is so so interesting and fascinating and she is such a spark of radiant joy and love that let's focus on her and her story because the interviews with her were great they'd cut away with her interviews and she would talk about you know i'm this is there's lots of things i'd want to do and of course i started crying as well when she was saying the whole world is above me literally when Mm -hmm. i'm walking around and she said when i was in school i used to watch other people play and i couldn't play because everyone was so scared and i was like right it's someone it was so hard it was so hard and then when they're in this store you know they're walking around and pretending to like you know get her clothes and then both this tim and james are stood in front of the um dressing rooms having her come out and parade and all i could think of was i'm just gonna say john bonnet it was like two parents (laughs) at a pageant i mean toddlers and tiaras is that on the wheel of shame is that tlc oh shit it probably is actually oh fuck we're gonna have to watch toddlers and tiaras um but that's what it felt like and i was not expecting that to come out of your mouth (laughs) 
Chandonet. It was, and it was like they were like applauding yeah. her when she came out, and it was so patronizing. You know, stop patronizing yeah. her. Or, you know, you're supposed to be her managers, you're supposed to be standing up for her, and anytime anyone wants a photo, like you're lapping it up. Like, just, I know you want to be big shots in your suburbia somewhere on the outskirts of pittsburgh wherever the fuck you live but just leave jyoti out of it i didn't like it kate i didn't like it at all i i mean i'm not that much older than she is in this documentary so i just can't imagine a few years ago four years ago someone talking to me like that they like, didn't oh, that jacket is really cute and you, you know you're right because here's the thing as well even if we think that even if, you know, someone can come back to us and say, you know what, they they, they weren't treating her like that. It may have come off yeah. like that they weren't. But we can get down to how they were speaking to her. They somewhat, not not very intensely, but they somewhat say, you know, we... Um, so Tim and James, I mean, you, you may say it's like their words can just be misconstrued a little bit, possibly, or their actions can be. But they protest so much, you know, she is a woman and we have to, you know, we don't, she's she's the one that keeps saying, I'm not a baby, not a baby, don't treat me that way. And they're saying we protect her, we're her friends. But she comes out of those dress, that dressing room dressed up and it's as though they're viewing a little dolly. That's what it was like to me. Mm-hmm. And she, they have a little purse for her and she's holding the purse and she looks cute and she wants something semi-grown up because she's a 26-year-old woman. She doesn't want to be in frills and toddlers and tiara stuff. And right. um, even though James and Tim would like that a lot. But they give they, they go, oh, here's your phone, um, her cell phone. Put it, in your, put it in your purse. And she puts it in there. And one of them is like, oh, she loves to call the boys. And it's like, she's not a child. Stop it. I really disliked how many times they said, oh, she she loves the boy. I, she's boy crazy. It's so great. It, it, and it that's was awkward. What, it, and... it was. And that's what something you'd say to like maybe a little girl or like, which is so stupid and ridiculous anyway now. But, but it was as they, I don't believe for a second that those two treated her how she was, she, she wants to be treated and you know they they have this whole fashion show thing and they're like we're going to take her out and they're talking to her like this and then you see she has to sit down because we then get to the story of what happened to her um oh god and i was i I was just a mess i was a mess because i just love her so much i really do yeah it's it's a tough story so they her family was on vacation Mm. And it was wintertime. There was snow. Her dad was carrying her, um, as they do a lot of the Mm -hmm. time. And he slipped and fell in the snow. And her legs got twisted and fractured in several places. And they haven't ever really healed. Yeah, so she's been walking on fractures in both her legs for 10 years. Just with Mm -hmm. these little, like, braces on her feet. And she can really only walk for five to ten minutes. I mean, the excruciating pain this woman must be in. And she still is so upbeat. She is so positive. She is just this ray of light. And you see her in the store and she's like, oh, I need to sit down. And then her sister's there straight away looking after her. It's like, you need to rest. She's like, yeah, I do. Um, 
And that's what we should have focused on. Her courage, her um, her bravery, her, commun- her community and her family and how much they support her and how much she loves them. And her, you know, I thought this was also going to be about, you know, uh, Tim and James making her a star because that's what she wants to do. She wants to be an actor. But no, there was her none dreams- of that. I almost felt like this was going to be a show and then they decided to just make it a one-off later on. And that's very telling about how this ends, which we'll get to. But I think you've picked up on that. I think that's really true. I don't... Who knows what happened? There could have been anything to do with maybe visas or who knows what it was with coming from another country or like um, just somebody didn't sign off on it or something. But you're right. It looked like this was... That's a really good point. I didn't think of that when... Yeah. Because this, if this was the intro episode to a whole season Mm. telling her story, I think I would... I mean, there were still obviously parts that I really disliked about how she was talked to and everything. But it would make more sense to me that there's so much more to unfold and talk about. So yeah, we'll get to the ending. Yeah, that, you know what, that makes me forgive it a little bit if it was like that. Because if they had the intention of going into everything, but instead they just shoved out this 42 minutes of fluff, there was no substance into who this woman is and mm-hmm. and her and her life. And I, I really hated that. Um, so we see her, um, they do the shopping scene and it's a bunch of bullshit. And then um, they they tell the story of, as Kate, as, as you said, about the snow, which just made me just want to cry. Just cry. I mean, I was a mess watching this. I just wanted to, I just wanted to protect her. Even though she's a great family that definitely protects her. I didn't like these two. I don't, I'm not saying that they had, Tim and James had these horribly bad intentions, but they weren't what they were supposed to be for her. They were supposed to be, if she needs a manager, she needs a proper talent manager who knows how to cast her in something. Um, they need to be a protector. And everywhere she, like, oh, Jyoti, is it okay if they take your photo? Is it, I, I just got a real horrible feeling off them. I'm not alone in this, right? I mean, I didn't watch them and think that they were creeps. But I did. I did watch. <laughs> Sorry, it's really did. I didn't like it. I didn't find them to be super creepy, but I found them to be useless as managers. I Absolutely was like, "What are useless. they do?" I was like, "What are they doing for her? Why are they in Pittsburgh?" That's how fair. how do, how are they so close with the family to have them stay with them? I guess. there's a lot we don't know about the relationship I suppose but Um, and you're right maybe that was going to be explored a lot later down the line but you just don't this this goes on to the next scene so they go to a grocery store because uh, Jyoti talks about how much she loves like um, American grocery stores and how different they are and how much like the food and she loves uh, potato chips and they were like oh we're going to get you know she just loves kind of seeing it all because it's all kind of new for her so Mm -hmm. They take her there, and this is what I didn't like. Um, if I hadn't already turned on Tim on the managers, this is when I was turning. So they're doing their cutaway interview, and Tim and James are like, "Oh, Jyoti, quote, she finds the right time to always embarrass us, ha ha ha." Like she was this cheeky little scamp of a child, and it cuts to this setup scene where Jyoti like throws down some paper towels or something. 
And it's like they were talking about their young daughter. And I was like, enough. Yeah. Enough of this. This isn't this isn't cutesy. This is a 26-year-old woman. Let's keep emphasizing that. Because you're doing exactly what she doesn't want. And I hate it. Right. You're right. I think at times I forgot just how insulting that is it's deeply because because she is very small and she does have a very high voice that you can forget but as someone who's close to her and knows her very well as they supposedly do you would think that they would that's not how she'd want to be spoken not speak to her like that yeah they're not i think they just felt like she Okay, I'm going to edit myself somewhat. Let's move on. So they're at the grocery store and it's all these setup scenes and it's TLC. Come on, guys. You've been around long enough. You can figure out a way that it doesn't look, everything doesn't look so staged. You know, you have someone come over with the baby that's the same size as Jyoti and they say, oh, it's just like enough. Like, oh, God, Kate, I need, to, I need a sip of wine. Excuse me a second. I'm getting fe- very Take a up, sip. Very I'm going to sip my here. Diet Coke. Oh, God. I just don't yeah, like it. Every, every scene was very much a put together fake little moment of look how small she is. Yeah. And you know what would be so interesting? They could have done a 42 minute, like this other documentary I watched where I don't know where that was from that I watched it, but it was 42 minutes of exploring her story. It was just interviewing her. It was just interviewing her family, talking about her struggles, talking about her, what her ambitions are, things she's overcome, who her family unit is, who her friends are. And this, then it goes like the grocery store, then it goes on to the bowling. Are we, are we, oh no, you know what I need no, to add the about pizza. the grocery Oh, the pizza. No, before, yeah, sorry, before the pizza, but the grocery store. At the end of it, this oh. was another thing. At the end of the grocery store, they oh. pick, by the way, this wasn't like a Ralph's or a Pavilions or, I mean, God forbid, a Bristol Farms. It was nothing like that. It was some Bobo grocery store that was probably the only place that they could get to sign off to film in. It was really strange. It was like a Piggly Wiggly or something. <laughs> I have heard that there are places that you can buy food called Piggly Wiggly in America and I where is that Kate what I have states? I I own Piggly Wiggly merch because I went on a vacation with my friends we got an Airbnb and there was a Piggly Wiggly but in where? the town what and state um where were we what was it like Wisconsin or something it's like Midwest somewhere it's Midwest Piggly Wiggly I wear it all the time. It's a bright orange sweatshirt with a black outline of a pig on it. And on the front, it says Piggly. And on the back, it says Wiggly. Somebody please email us some way that I... I, I, Or just, just, you know what? I am having such a hard time with this episode. I think as a reward, (laughs) someone listening needs to buy me some Piggly Wiggly merch. because It's top notch. It is top of the line merch. It's really awesome merch. Okay, email us... DM us, do whatever you have to do because I, I, I will send you my home address. I will because I need to get some Piggly Wiggly. I just yeah. heard of it and my English, my English senses were um, spiked, should I say, at a store called Piggly Wiggly. 
just doesn't gone. get much more much more American than Midwestern. There. Yeah. Oh, is that stunning? But anyway, this was not Piggly Wiggly, but it was some no. Bobo grocery store. And yeah, this Tim or James, who knows? Because both of them, quoting my beautiful um, friend, um, described their faces as functional. Like when she, you know. Getting it from my beautiful friend who is listening, hopefully, and if she's not listening, then she's a dick. But um, back in England, <laughs> um, you know who you are. You did the best description of saying someone has a functional face. Tim and James had functional faces. Couldn't tell them apart. Couldn't pick, pick them out of a lineup. And no. that one of them picked Jyoti up and put her, I shit you not, put her on the conveyor belt thing that, that you put your groceries on. Yeah. I, no. I hated this. I hated it too. And then the woman, then the woman that was working at the Bobo Piggly Wiggly got her scanner and was like, zoop, like pretended to scan her. This is not how you're supposed to treat her. No. Oh God. I need some Piggly Wiggly merch to calm me down. I'm very upset right now. And she was, you know, you'd cut away to her interviews and Jyoti's so upbeat. She's very confident as well. She said that she was, you know, her parents were so protective of her when she was younger that she was around, she said around seven or eight when she was taken out into crowds. And she said the attention she got, she actually loved it. And she said it does build my confidence. But Mm -hmm. because of, but there's respect there. But with this, this wasn't respect. Don't put her on a conveyor belt on her back and have some person scat. Okay, you no. need to take over about the pizza place. I need a second, please. Okay, so they have their grocery store run. And then this was a big deal for her because, according to her, this is her first time going out at night. Yeah, yeah. She says that she's not allowed to go out at night back in India, but here in the U.S. she can. Well, it was because she says you can't, you know, I wouldn't be able to go out without my mum and dad. Um, and, you know, she's so astute. Just, just to say as well, on a side note, she said in some of her interviews, and she's very witty, she's an intelligent woman, and she's astute. And she was saying, you know, um, there's two lives. This is very interesting. There's two lives in India for women. It's you follow your life before you're married when you're following your parents' rules and your life after you're married and you follow your husband's rules. And she says, I don't want that. She was amazing. She is incredible. Yeah. So uh, anyways, they're going to this pizza place. It's her sister, uh, Tim and James, of mm. course, hangers on. And they go to a pizza place and they order this very the biggest extra mm-hmm. large pizza of they course. can get and she's like why do they make such a big pizza and then they have these shots of her holding up the slice of pizza next to her body and then she puts her face into a drink into a cup yeah like a to-go cup mm-hmm. and it was it was i don't know she tries the pizza it was just another scene of it, it was another scene and i think that that there was that was gratuitous with her holding the pizza slice up but but she i yeah. thought this is where you show she she's got a great sense of humor she goes look she goes if i drink out of this cup you can't see my face anymore and she was like roaring with laughter like, yeah you're right it was her being silly that was her being silly but she sits yeah. down with her sister as you say 
and then of course the photos that the woman comes over and goes oh you know she recognized from american horror story which i liked it was like recognizing her as being an actor which she is and was in this show and she was like can i get a photo and she was like oh yeah you know they had the translator and her sister and she was like yeah that's fine but then they kept coming and it was one after another and you just you know i'm gonna go back to it um tim and james it wasn't so much as are you okay with her taking a photo as as it was it's okay for them to take a photo right and and that that doesn't that doesn't play well with me i didn't like that and you know tim and james went there and were like oh everyone was looking at us with the talk of the town it was packaged as well this is part of this is just part of being a star this is what you do and you do it and she she has a great attitude she She never complains about it she's super sweet to everyone that comes up to her very kind very kind and and she also gave as good as she got did you when she goes um they were sat around and she said uh um you know another the, the producer was like come on tim come on james they're completely interchangeable um ask her if um it's hard when people call her a baby so one of them goes um oh is it hard when people call you a baby by the way you know they're supposed to have known her for like how many years and they're now just asking this and she goes um she goes yeah and then he goes yeah it so he thought oh this is my turn to shine he goes oh it must be uh it must be like if someone said um oh um is it hard being an old fat man and Jyoti just responds, yeah, but it's true. <laughs> and yes. you saw Tim or James, doesn't matter which one, just go, did you see his response though? She goes, when she said it's true, she was laughing and her sister laughed. And he just goes, one word. Oh. <laughs> Silence. He didn't like it. He didn't like it at all. And I was like, that's what oh, you get, dickhead. Yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, then we go to bowling. Now I'm going to just talk about the music and you can go into bowling because this was a scene. The music, I I don't know how you missed this, Kate, because you watch it all. You are in on the details. So we've already had, I just want want to go back. We had the opening, opening of the episode was this, was gloomy day in Pittsburgh and it was real upbeat, um, kind of dance music, didn't fit at all. Then they're going shopping in some suburbia and it has the lyrics you made the first move you took me out all night we live like we could live forever then we go on to bowling so they're just they've had pizza they're going (laughs) i've written the lyrics i'm trying to remember how it goes so they go they go bowling and you see Mm -hmm. them entering and it's this once again it's it's this it's the same you know sister jody getting carried and then um two interchangeables and it is like this hardcore okay <laughs> forgive me damn i we meeting i'm feeling heated oh. that's damn are we meeting i'm feeling heated calm <sighs> down tlc calm down i don't know why it was this overtly sexual intense music and they were going bowling it was horrible. I was so unnerved by it. It was completely out of place. Whoever did the music on this show, someone go on to IMDb, find out who did um, the music on this because it's bizarre. Whoever I'm chose so this. Glad. I'm so glad you wrote down the lyrics because I, I didn't catch the lyrics. Damn, are we meeting? I'm feeling heated. 
Well, I'm just going bowling in Pittsburgh. So I don't know what you want from me, but that's not exactly. what I'm doing. <laughs> so not exactly feeling hot and heated at the at the bowling alley. Calm bowling alley. Down TLC. Calm down. Okay. And how did bowling? Bowling go? alley. Bowling alleys are the least sexy place. I feel that you could go oh, on a date, God. and there's that's what they're trying to set up here. Is Oh, oh, boy crazy. And she says, she does say in her interview, I like to flirt. Mm, I'll flirt. <laughs> She's great. And so they have this guy. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> Give me a... Dalton. <laughs> hang on. Okay. I need a second with this because there is... Did you catch Dalton's last... What was his last name? His last name was Straight. Oh. Now, the reason I point this out is because when he came over, I was like, this is a PA, as Kate and I discussed many a time with the TLC shows. They're always PAs. This guy comes over, and I thought, I'm not really thinking he's a PA. I think he's someone that was sat at the bar in a bowling alley in Pittsburgh, and they said, hey, come over and just film this for us, will you? And... They brought this guy over, and to me, he had. I couldn't tell whether it was Tim or James because at this point, it's all functional faces. So all of them were the same being. So I thought, is this Tim? Is this James? Is this someone else with the same? It's Thames. It's it's just Thames here. Okay, and obviously Tim and James are married. And this guy came over, and I was like, it's one of them. And then I realized, oh, it isn't because of the way he's speaking to them. But he. He definitely had the same energy as Tim or James. Then they cut to him, and his name is Dalton Strait. Mm-hmm. And I, I took pause, Kate. I took pause, and I thought, TLC, are you just fucking with us? Like, at this point, are you just fucking with us? What are you really trying to achieve here? Dalton Strait, boy. He's 100% straight. He's definitely straight because the last name's straight. Straight. Definitely straight. Definitely straight, everyone. And he's definitely flirting with Jyoti. He's on the we straight and narrow. We definitely didn't just pick him up from the bar. Promise you. So, well, before Dalton, I, I forgot to say, she did, she's going to go bowling, but, you know, the ball's heavier. It's heavier than her, I think. Yeah, she said that, yeah. And so they end up bringing this, some sort of contraption out where you mm-hmm. can... It's basically a slide yeah, for the like, ball. Yeah, yeah. And so she, she does the bowling. She's having a pretty good time. And then she goes to sit down and Dalton kind of waltzes Sorry, up. Dalton. And, full Dalton name. Dalton straight. Full name. Dalton please. straight. Yeah. He makes a straight, straight line towards her <laughs> and sits down next to her. And he just turns to her and he goes, have you been to an arcade before? <sighs> What's your favorite American food? What's your favorite food? It's just, it's insulting for someone of Jyoti's level to be spoken to like this and all of this set up. And so Dalton perseveres, sorry, Dalton straight perseveres. 
And what else is he saying? He where goes, where does goes, the conversation well, he just end? He keeps going. He's like, oh, you're pretty. And she says, thank you. And then, of course, that's a avenue then for um, when you go to Jyoti's interview for you see, you see the translator and the producer ask the translator to ask her. <sighs> Essentially, it was TLC getting down to they wanted to know whether she was able to possibly bear children, whether she'd gone through puberty. They asked her that directly. Does she have sexual feelings? Yeah. Basically, is what yeah. they're because asking. Because that is TLC's game. You know, it is. They want to know. They really want to get down to that. And you know, Jyoti's she really is innocent by her own choosing. She said. Um, She's, they asked, have you ever kissed a boy and, or a man? She says, no. And she said, it was really interesting. She said, you can't, you don't give them, you know, you wouldn't, how did she phrase it? She goes, I wouldn't give them what they wanted because they'll take it and leave or something, right? I wrote down, she was saying that their lives are too different. She and so it that. wouldn't, it wouldn't yeah. work out. Uh, well, I didn't catch the part he would leave. There's many reasons it wouldn't work out with Dalton straight. But anyway, um, no, she was talking about, um, she was talking about like general sexuality. I mean, she didn't say anything sexual because she, like you say, she hadn't even kissed anyone, but she said, I can't remember what the phrase was. I didn't write it down, but she's like, you don't, you don't give, I wouldn't do anything intimate. That was the word she, she goes, you, you're not going to be intimate with someone and right. because then they then they leave you get them and they leave or something but essentially she just says she's not interested at all she and she says, oh and she and she said she doesn't want to live by a man's rules <gasps> loved loved that loved that with her so she she wants to be a successful actress and live a fabulous life you know Absolutely. that's her goal and so she, she doesn't even care about these boys you know she's like yeah that's not my goal in life right and it was all just so set up and we have to sit through it with him and then touching her bracelet and touching i didn't like oh you like butterflies oh yes there's butterflies on her bracelet just she's not an object like the whole this is what it comes down to the whole point of this show on the surface was to explore who she is and not to objectify her and it did Mm -hmm. the exact opposite it was let's put her let's ask her about if she's been sexual or can be sexual let's show her going to shop in a baby store like all of that is just so disgusting i was so so upset watching it i really was she deserves better than that yeah, and during all the boy talk and puberty talk, they cut back to the bowling alley, and the narration is like, she can't get a period or have children. <sighs> and then it cuts to her with this <laughs> Dalton straight. Oh, you like butterflies? Yeah. It was, so, it was such a bizarre scene It really to watch. was. And speaking of bizarre, we then move on to Dr. Chan. Now, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> Dr. Chan okay so we find another actor i I mean he was pulled right from uh central casting they were like does anyone own a stethoscope you can be on a tlc show bring your own white jacket and stethoscope (laughs) and you got the gig 250 bucks (laughs) obviously non-union um so obviously. obviously um so they get um 
they they go finally into you know her medical issues that she was there in america for so we obviously went over again you know the the incident that happened with her father and that she'd been walking on i mean fractured legs which you can't, you can't even begin to imagine how much pain that is for her and she can only walk about you know five to ten minutes and they you see her going to see uh, dr chan and she's in the uh room and you know her parents are very protective sister and she has to take her, she has a leg brace so they take it off and she says i want the cameras out and i love that like she so did i mm-hmm. i really like she had her own authority she was like i want them out so they went out and then um she um she uh she, she the doc dr chan appeared now I don't know if anyone had told Dr. Chan that he was going to be on national television because I think if they had, we could have possibly got a haircut or a shave-in. A bit disheveled. Uh, just a wee bit. Just yeah. a wee bit disheveled. And a little bit disorientated. <laughs> don't really... I'm not sure if he knew exactly where he was. But, you know, he he tried. He tried. So he comes in and um, you see Jyoti's leg. And I think it was very brave of her to expose that, you know, for mm-hmm. cameras. Um, and it was it was so hard because it was very... It, uh, her leg, it was her left leg was blue because there wasn't even oxygen getting there anymore because of her broken, her, her broken mm-hmm. um, bones. And it just looked, you know, even um, uh, Dr. Chan, but I mean... I mean, he was from Central Casting, so we don't know. I mean, we're not going to go by his advice, but he said it must be very painful. And you, you look and you just, you, I mean, I was in tears at this point. I was in tears because the brave, yeah. the, the courage and the pain that she has to endure on a daily basis from this. And she never, compl- she's always smiling. She's always. always saying yes to everything. She's always trying everything. She's always do- so that was really hard and essentially they discussed that um you know they would be able to help her and there was a bit of a miscommunication you don't really know because of obviously the language barrier but her parents are quite insistent that the doctors that they took her to in the hospitals they took her to in india they went i mean it's a huge country and they went all over that they had described it was a hormone issue and dr chan was saying it was a um, genetic issue and so they kind of you know were on different different paths with that um he mentions that she could get a blood infection that could potentially be fatal because of how her leg is not getting circulation right. and it's right. not you know so that really scared them and yeah it's he's telling them some different information than what they've been told yeah in india exactly and and you know um jyoti and the family they just want to do what's what's ever's best and jyoti is understandably very nervous because i think as well if she doesn't have a lot of knowledge um as anyone kind of in her position wouldn't about her condition i think that was essentially what we were seeing here is that she goes i don't know if i'd survive going under anesthesia i don't know what would happen to me you know she was talking about alcohol she's like i could never take a sip because i don't know what would would happen to my body so there's a Mm -hmm. lot of unknown for her which you can understand which is terrifying and her family's just like we want you to have a better quality of life and i kept thinking like i was crying i mean i was a mess this week but (laughs) i was a mess for a lot of reasons but i was a mess watching this because um i thought about the guilt her father must carry 
I did too. Oh, and he's so loving and he adores yeah. her. And I just thought the guilt he must feel oh. for falling that day and just, oh, God. You just know, a split second that's affected her whole adult life. I know. So I'm watching this and, you know, as um, I may have mentioned before, I said to Kate and Kate does the same. Like when we're watching these shows, sometimes they are, you know, seasons long and they're all 42 minutes. So we're doing always multitasking watching this. But, you know, with Jyoti, especially my love, I, I love her and I was watching it, but I was doing something else. And I'm watching this scene and I'm like, OK, so we're going to kind of find out she's going to get surgery in America. She's going to go. Suddenly just ends. The whole just ends the episode just ends they say this and i'm like so hang on and i had to like rewind i was like did i miss something the pa lost the footage (laughs) you know what i'm actually gonna blame dalton straight i think dalton straight after the bowling alley scene thought this is my big gig can i work for the show can i work for tlc is there any way i could get in and they said you know what we're always looking for pas we're always looking for PAs. always need pas so dalton straight started to work and he fucked it up and he lost the footage and they had and then the whole season got cancelled the whole show got cancelled due to dalton straight fucking dalton straight all dalton um so you literally goes to black and you start seeing the credits rolling and you're thinking oh sorry wait 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 but there is a scene that we skipped over where they're back at the house and she's asking did you see this part so they're at the house. No idea how many days it's been since the doctor visit. It's all very unclear. Yeah. They don't tell you. And she's saying to her parents, can we stay here longer? I want to stay here oh, longer. Oh, yes. You're right. You're right. That did happen. Yeah, and then yeah, she yeah. says, it's my favorite country. The U.S. is my favorite mm. country because you're in charge of your own destiny. Oh, no. And I want to pursue my acting career and figure out what to do about my legs, you know, basically. Yeah. So that yeah. that's kind of the last we hear. Well, no, it's not the last we hear because no. it. So it drops. It just cuts. It just ends cuts. so abruptly because so Dalton abruptly. lost the footage because Dalton fucked up. God, God damn Dalton! And deleted the files. He was too busy talking to other functional faces, and just got distracted with the beer at the bowling alley, and everything was messed up. <laughs> Dalton. And so it goes, yeah, so you suddenly turn around and it's, it's gone to black. You're like, what? And then you see a webcam footage, as the credits are still rolling, of Jyoti just saying, my parents really want me to get the operation. I'm scared. We'll see what happens. End of the show. End of show. That was it. There, and, nothing came on the screen saying, oh, this is yeah, what ended up happening. Yeah, I I don't know what to make so of it, but so it makes so much sense. What you're saying is that they probably thought we'll f- we'll shoot this, it will get picked up to a series, which we will then explore everything, and well, someone ma- must have just cut it off. Maybe Gionti was like, I don't like these bullshit scenes. Oh, I would <laughs> love that to be the truth. That's the that's what I'm hoping is that she was like these scenes are so patronizing and i don't want to do this show anymore and they were like okay well we're gonna make a one-off and she's like fine okay that is what in the bottom of my heart i hope happened i really do because you're right that would be amazing if she if she took that authority and just went no but it i mean i know i know i kept because i think it's because i was getting it so confused with the like other documentaries i'd seen 
there was horrendous scenes in the hospital where they're desperately trying to take her blood but because her Mm. veins are so small it was excruciating for her that was another documentary that documentary that i keep referencing that was really really uh powerful about her and i was waiting for that and i was kind of bracing myself because it's a really really hard scene to watch while she's in the hospital bed and she's so scared she was shaking it you know it was just it was terrible but it was showing what she had to go through and then it never came and i was like oh shit no they're literally just gonna end us with dalton straight and that's it (laughs) and i was like okay i'm i i'm sorry i i thought i was watching something here but i guess we're not okay next show i mean they spent more time at the pizza place Mm -hmm. the bowling alley and the clothing store than they did talking about her legs i know they re- well that's completely accurate completely in general yeah i mean look at what we what we've just described and how you can add up the yeah. time of it it was ridiculous it was like they were there for her medical issues stop exploiting her as like dressing her up in baby clothes like ah oh. so yeah. having said that i know we need to wrap this up so i just i mean i'm just gonna say for me i was i was really not that you couldn't tell from everything I've just said, but um, <laughs> I was. What did tell us what you really thought, Polly? You know, <laughs> never been one to uh, to uh, be afraid of expressing myself, but um, I I was torn when it came to learning because and when it came to the rating because you know I wasn't going to give it a zero because I learned who Jyoti was in a lot of sense I learned so much from her I learned about like not from what TLC did but from her interviews and her talking about how she feels and um you know the world she lives in so forget every other player in it because that was a zero but I learned so much from her so I thought I was just going to split it down the middle and I give it 300 pounds of learning. And that's purely due to just Jyoti's interviews and quotes. I did 250. Yeah. So pretty close. Yeah. 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 It's, it's worth watching if you want to be introduced to her and her sunny personality. And She's amazing. she is just, just watch it for her interviews but be prepared for a bunch some of bullshit. cringy scenes. It's really it's tough to watch. But you know, Kate had said, you know, what kind of happened to her? Um, where is she now in her life? Follow her on Instagram because she is amazing. She does a ton of TikTok videos. She loves singing. She loves performing. She's an actor. She's she's amazing. She really is content follow, creator. She is a content creator. Follow That's her. Awesome. Yeah, follow her on Instagram. She's great. Um, that means it's time for Wheel of Shame. Let's spin that wheel, baby. So, Kate, I, I want to put some fresh air into all of this. So, so far, we're on our sixth episode. We're going to pick two shows now for our seventh episode, or maybe one if we get a big one, if we get a bigger Darce, if we get a Darce or a Stace. Um, but I feel like we've had, we've had like a spectrum. We've, we've spoken about how tlc focuses on three things giant people Mm -hmm. little people and morbid obesity and we've actually covered all three so far we have we've done thousand pound sisters we did you know we just covered these two and then we did um my giant life was the first episode 
So I want to, I want to just get fresh. I want to do something, hopefully pick something that's completely different, aka maybe in the 90 day fiance realm. Uh, I'm just putting it out there. Um, Or maybe like, remember when we started on our our um first episode about things we were looking forward to like alaskan women i was really looking forward to that so i would like something a little bit fresh kate that's what i was gonna bring up was the alaskan women looking for love okay i i already know i'll be into it i'm gonna be so into it so look let's put it out here and this is completely random everyone by the way we have something that we spin and it is completely random um oh i just saw going through actually because it's it's spinning right now and i see that there's something about jamie lynn spears we even have on here so there's a ton of stuff there's a ton of stuff all right kate breath of fresh let's get something new let's spin that wheel okay i'm spinning all right okay Come on, Take a breath. Alaskan bushman. Right, our first one for next week. Okay, it is new. It's called, okay. Don't know what it's about. My Kid's Obsession. My Ooh. Kid's Obsession. Very intriguing. Okay. All right. Have you written that down, Kate? Because I always forget these. Okay, My Kid's I'm, I'm Obsession. I'm writing it down. All right, so that's good. That's a breath of fresh. Let's get another yep. one. Okay, I'll remove that from the wheel of shame. My kid's obsession. All right, hopefully it's not like, you know, setting stuff on fire or torturing animals. Okay, next mm. one. <laughs> Spin. It's open. <laughs> yeah, but it is TLC. So, okay, spinning is spinning. <laughs> Come on, another fresh, 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 fresh. Oh, oh, oh mama. Love in Paradise the Caribbean. Don't know what that is at all. In Paradise the Caribbean. What? In my oh god, it's gonna be like a date. I never watch dating shows. It might be like a dating show or something. I don't know. Love in Paradise the Caribbean. Or sorry, um, for the Americans, Carib is that Caribbean? Caribbean. I never know. I alternate between the two because I don't know. Uh, well, we'll, <laughs> we'll do both for, for um, our listeners. Caribbean, so Caribbean. love in paradise, the Caribbean. Interesting. Okay, th- you know, we asked for a breath of fresh. And we, got a, we got a breath of fresh. I'm excited yeah. to dive in. I, I, it almost sounds like a 90-day spinoff, but I don't oh, think I, it is. It's not. It's definitely okay. not. But I, I have a feeling it might be one of those like dating shows where they're shoved on an island. I don't know. Awesome. Which will be great because <laughs> you know there'll be a bunch of lunatics on there. So, oh, yeah. I mean, you know what? There is stuff like when you think about something like Love Island, right? That's <sighs> I'm very proud to say that I come from the country that originated in. Um, so good. That is on mainstream tv and it's terrible and awful and horrendous can you imagine a tlc version of that i mean that is really dredging the bottom of the barrel so half half the pas double the cringe (laughs) you know what on tlc you know what they're just paying the pl pas at this point to just be on in case we need to shove someone else on in case someone needs to like fall off a raft and like get eaten by a shark like just get a pa in just get a pa in it's probably really good to have on your resume that you're a tlc pa they're like oh you can do it all i bet <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
when you you know what you don't need to you could go for as kate and i have said before the upper the highest level that you can get to in reality tv is obviously bravo we all know this is bravo um with um sir andy and if i think sandy cohen would hire you on the spot if he saw tlc pa because he knows this person can do it all this person has seen some shit this person's been and done through some shit. hell and come back <laughs> he can handle some housewives it's so good okay so have you written those down we have those two for next week um yep. kate i hope tlc hasn't scrubbed them from their website yeah we'll find out well we'll soon find out um all right so guys you must listen along to that before we go we always have to do a little a pluggy plug 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 uh i'm sorry that that was really insufferable i mean i do say a lot of insufferable things on here <laughs> but pluggy pluggy plug plug, 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 plug i mean plug. you know what guys everyone listening if you think it's bad listening to me imagine being me and <laughs> and then having to edit all of this listening to me it's not a pleasant job no one enjoys oh, it i just power through for you and for tlc so all right let's plug our social <laughs> having said that let's plug our social media so you can tear <laughs> us down on there um our instagram and tiktok are at tender loving care pod so please follow us there and be kind um and on twitter it is at tlc poddy p-o-d-d-y so please give us a follow tweet us um you know uh give us your opinion and feedback on the episodes and especially of all the amazing characters um if you'd like to email us um our email address is tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com that is purely for piggly wiggly merch tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com please get me some free stuff um and then kate <laughs> you have to do a plug of your amazing other podcast please yes so we mentioned Bravo before. If you love Bravo shows and you're always keeping up on the most popular shows that are on, we covered those on my other podcast with my friend Bryce. It's called Mostly Bravo, listed everywhere you can find podcasts. And we're on Instagram at Mostly Bravo. You can find us there. Perfect. Yes, yeah, subscribe, listen, follow, do all of the good stuff. And then I'm also going to shamelessly plug you know if anyone wants to sh- really plug anything on this show just email us at tender loving care pod because at this point <laughs> we'll do dog food we'll do you know whatever we have to do really to survive um i'm gonna plug my um my um etsy and my where well, you can follow me on my instagram um my overwhelming love this junk tv uh definitely began with bravo and the whole realm of the real housewives so i created an original line of notebooks and journals that feature all of these beautiful monsters from our numerous real housewife franchises so as a true aficionado of the gals each housewife journal comes with a list of suggested uses on the back which speak to the very essence of every individual lady so if you love the real housewives and need you know a gift for your friends who also love housewives or you just want somewhere to scribble please check out my instagram page at a brit in the sun a b r i t in the sun okay okay so we did our pluggy plug plugs we did 
a pluggy plug plugs and um i have raged out you know and i will not apologize for my rage i will not apologize for my rage because this was i feel this was justice like i was doing something for social justice rage is what i did this week um and i love jyoti and she's amazing and everyone please go and follow her you'll fall madly in love with her um I'm definitely going, I'm definitely diving into her TikTok after we get done. If you go to her Instagram, she puts everything on there. It's so beautiful. Um, And next week, it's great. I think that the gods of TLC provided us once again. They don't fail us, Kate. They really don't. They don't. I mean, they provide us with what we need. You know, we got a load of those, that wedding and birth story and bullshit out. We got it out. Mm-hmm. And now we're just going forward with some um, some great new content. Stay tuned, everyone. Yeah, we've got, there's a there is a lot. There is a where this came from. Lot. Um, <laughs> we will be going on for many many years going through the TLC network. We're going to be in the nursing home, still going, still covering going. absolutely fiftieth spinoff. Absolutely, and there will still be rage, so don't worry about that. All right, All right. well, you have your two shows to listen to. Um, I mean, to watch if you. Um, if you want to do that before you tune in next week otherwise have a fantastic week everyone thank you so much for listening follow us on all social media and we shall see you next week goodbye bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.